this podcast episode is all about the mindset needed to pursue dreams, goals, and passions. I'm not talking about the Better Each Day podcast, but rather a podcast called Wait for the Dawn with host Sashiko Tiana. Her show's content is very similar to Better Each Day. She's lived a life of personal challenges, including a traumatic childhood. She writes and speaks about those and many ways to turn it around with positive thoughts on her podcast, Wait for the Dawn. She calls it living the fullest and most fulfilling life just 4% of the time. Sachiko says the best way for us to thrive is for everyone to pursue what they're most passionate about. Sachiko is a singer, songwriter, entrepreneur, speaker, and podcast host. This is a great chat with a wonderful, warm person. Please listen and I'll put links to our information on show notes for this week's Better Each Day podcast radio show. Sashiko Tiana, how are you today? I'm awesome. How are you, Bruce? You're always awesome. I listen to your podcast, and it's always very uplifting. Oh, I, thank you. I love that. How long have you been doing that? Oh, well, I started recording the podcast in December of 2017, but I didn't actually release anything until July of, of this year. So I don't know. I don't know where you start counting, but yeah. it's been out for about two and two, almost two and a half months now it's great wait for the dawn is the name of it how did you come up with wait for the dawn well uh it's kind of funny because you know the the whole concept of the podcast is you know pursue your dreams and overcome hardship and know that the dawn or the dream or fulfillment or inner peace or whatever it is we're searching for that that is coming regardless of what we're seeing right now and um, and to be honest, we were thinking through, you know, music clips and intros and just putting kind of the podcast format together. And we and I've been working with um, an artist development coach for almost two years named Vinny Rebus, and he's awesome. So it was his idea for me to start the podcast. And then uh, I was working with my producer and flipping through songs, and I realized. I have, I already have this bridge of the song I love um, while you are sleeping that has that lyric wait for the dawn in this kind of ethereal, we are, had already recorded it and released it that way. And so we were like, well, that name works and the music works and it's totally in, uh, in line with the message of the podcast. And so we ran with it. My podcast came from a song title that I, uh, this is so funny, yeah, that I wrote, oh gosh, probably, I love that. probably 35 years ago, and uh, which probably predates wow. you. You were probably negative five years <laughs> old or something at that point. Something like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> negative two. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> the song was in my head, and I knew kind of what I wanted to do. And it's along the line, really basic, pursuing dreams, goals, and passions. 
um, mm-hmm. and and I, I focus on music and because that's kind of my deal I guess and um, yeah it's funny that we both kind of love drew, this energy we, we drew from our music and and the whole project has been sort of self-referencing for me because it, it really did enhance my life you know so I guess uh, yeah I'm sure you have. love that yeah same same let's talk about while you were sleeping one of your great songs yeah so that's my stalker song that's my creepy i love my husband and i watched him sleep song um <laughs> you're stalking your husband <laughs> is that legal well i think so it should be probably as legal as it gets in terms of stalking yeah but no i you know like my husband and i and i'm pretty candid that we've both been through a lot in life in childhood in and of course in our relationship because we you know like anyone you bring all of that experience into this relationship and there's a ton of love there and i mean like a a deep just unconditional love and affection for one another and at the same time like we got issues and so that song was i wrote it one night literally while he was sleeping next to me staring at him thinking about how you know, we, we've been through a lot, we've worked through a lot. And at the end of the day, like in this moment, um, I know that everything's okay. I know that we'll be all right. We're all right. You know, and it was kind of the theme of that song is no matter what we've been through, it's in these, you know, moments of quiet that I, that I feel that peace of knowing it's all good and, and we'll get through it. And, and that, that bridge is, um, uh, it, it's, uh, when it feels like I'm failing and the whole world is ending, all I'll do is reach out for your arms and I don't know where we're heading. All I know is I'm willing to cuddle up with you and wait for the dawn. And it's this, you know, I'm committed to make it work no matter what, even though there are moments that are really difficult and, um, and so it's so funny cause he'll, you know, he'll come to different shows and I've done several shows at the house of blues in their VIP in their foundation room this year. And, um, every time I, I, I intro that song, he's always just sitting there kind of uncomfortably. He's not a spotlight kind of guy. So he's just uncomfortably listening to this whole process that I work through and the fact that I'm staring at him writing this song and, and people really love it. <laughs> but but you wrote it while he was sleeping and you were staring at him. That must be, yeah, you are a stalker. Different. I love that. It's, you know, it sounds like a, a scene from a movie or something. Has that been used yet? It should. Ooh, I love that idea. Yeah. No. Oh. If anyone has connections, <laughs> let me know. Yeah, let me get Spielberg on the phone right now. I'm a hopeless yeah, romantic, yeah. so yeah, I, I come up with stuff like mm. that. And I think a lot of guys think, you know, Bruce, you're really weird. But I don't care. <laughs> no, I love that. My husband's a hopeless romantic for sure. Well, he, he expresses it, I think, in a unique way. But I, I think that's important. I think it's good. By watching football games or what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, he's just, he's a true servant. And I, like, I really appreciate his heart when he cares about someone. He will uh, really lay down his life for them. And 
And in a way, that is his expression of romance. It's not always my favorite way of receiving it. I don't process that way. It's not my love language necessarily. But I recognize it and I honor it and I love that about him. A a whole world of people like that would be a really good thing, I think. So um, he's got my vote. I agree. I agree. And, you know, my whole heart behind my podcast and my music is, and and I think that this is kind of the the new way is it's it's coming up more and more where people aren't necessarily trying to paint the perfect picture, but just paint the reality and help people who are going through similar things to feel like they're normal. We all go through that. And I think sometimes in marriage you go through in relationships, you go through challenges and you feel like you're the only one dealing with that stuff. And so I like to just kind of put it out there and go, you know, we're not perfect. We're figuring it out like the rest of the world, but, um, but I love the dude. And so here's my heart in a song. Can't believe 
sidetrack just a teeny bit what got you involved in music did you come from a musical family church or how'd that come about yeah so <clears throat> i have this very kind of crazy you know childhood story i lost both my parents when i was really young oh. but my dad was um just a music lover music obsessed and i grew up listening to Sade on vinyl and Michael Jackson on vinyl. And then in our garage in elementary school, um, my dad set up a reel to reel, like little shoddy recording situation <laughs> in the garage. Yeah, but it records. And, um, yeah. What'd you say? I said yes, but it records. It doesn't really matter. It yeah. Exactly. It did something. And so that was really my first experience recording was with my dad at eight or nine years old, you know, he would sample different songs and he would write some kind of hip hop lyrics and we would record together. And then he wrote a song that we actually took to a recording studio and recorded. Unfortunately, I don't have those recordings just because oh. of how everything worked out. But, you know, I, my first studio experience was at eight or nine years old, my dad was rapping and I was singing, uh, or my dad and I both were rapping. He had me rap a lot of the songs. And um, and then from there, I went to sing in churches and choirs and school. And I still sing in my church's worship team, um, probably about once a month right now. And so I think that love of just great music started as a kid. And in some ways, my love of music is like um, is very representative of my relationship with my dad and my love for my dad, who also was abusive and a drug addict and, you know, all these unseemly things. But the music is is the way I remember the best memories of him and the, the, the good feelings of that relationship. And I'm, in many ways, I'm so grateful for what he instilled in me. Yay for music. music. Yeah, yeah, I, I think uh, yeah. you hear this story a lot, you know, and I, I, music's underrated. I think the arts kind of are, too. Uh, totally. I, I heard an interview with Meryl Streep, and it was probably an older interview, but I'm sure she still says the same thing, that uh, there are lots of mathematicians and two plus two will always be four, but the arts, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, to be able to create something, something out of nothing or to do what you're doing. I think it's it's a really Healing. good thing. And I recommend it for everyone. You don't have to be a virtuoso. You know, if you can just ad-lib, make it up as you go and have fun. You know, it doesn't have to be even a, a piano or it could be a harmonica. It could be singing along, <laughs> humming along, whatever. I just think it's good therapy. That's just me. Yeah. yeah. 
No, I love that. I totally agree. Okay, here's a really cool song that you do, Fall Again. Uh, it's got really cool harmonies. Uh, first, I want to ask, how many vocalists are there on this? Oh, good question. So there are three of us. Three of us? It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, there's three of us. It sounds Wait, like... One, two, three. Yeah, just three of us. It sounds like more to me. But... <laughs> Yay! Well, I did a couple layers. Yeah. My buddy CJ came in and did a couple layers. And he's like, he's one of the, like, I, you know, I'm so green still in the studio that I feel like I have to record things a thousand times. And, you know, I want to get it right, but I still want it to be organic and not purely auto-tuned. And CJ just came in and like had all these great ideas, laid down his part and pieced out. He was just a pro. And then, um, and then my buddy Keenan did all the, the bass um, sounding. And then I don't know if Vaughn ended up doing. That's why I'm like three or four. My producer may have done some kind of fun background stuff as well. Um, so, but there are at least three of us. So was your part ever right? Do you ever? Is it ever perfect? You know, probably not. Uh, no. <laughs> I know. And, you know, and that's that's the music I love is the Sade's and the. the it's just the organic sounding music yeah. and then you know i put uh i put my music out to be of course i you know put it out on spotify and stuff but then i also had it reviewed which is one of the worst decisions i've ever made <laughs> i'll probably never do that again by who because everyone has an opinion um it's by people who i'm not going to say the platform but there's a platform <laughs> online where you can have it reviewed and people get paid like 25 cents per review or something like that and so my guess is that they're listening to very quick snippets of it reviewing and so I got I mean I got like 10 out of 10 I love your music I'll totally follow you and then I got like all your vocals are out of tune and you know I don't like the production I mean it was just like bipolar (laughs) so what I realized is I'll find my tribe I just it's not about a million people's opinions. It's about finding the people that connect with what I authentically create and not worrying about it being perfect. You could go out of your no mind. Yeah, if you try yeah. to interpret all that, yeah, you literally could be in a straight jacket. When I had a tough time after that, I really felt like I'm not good enough. I'm not a good singer. What am I even, you know, I went through that whole process and I don't necessarily feel like I've come out the other end like man I'm just an amazing singer and you know uh, I'm a gift to the world <laughs> but it's a process <laughs> do we ever reach that level in anything I don't know I think if you do you stop learning so you know mm, yeah uh, okay I'm here to tell you yeah you are wonderful it's really good good stuff and, and here's Thank you. in all your positive um world here you have a line here that's really quite dark like gravity i know you're bad for me mm-hmm. mm. it's it's yeah. the sad part of the song i guess well i mean the song is a little dark in general i mean it's a, i really wrote the song about kind of that pull to to validation, to people pleasing, that ego, that 
pride of like, I want people to like me and I want them to care about how great I am. And I, you know, we all want that. And then of course the parts of us that are just like, I have to be true to myself. And so the song was really about that battle of like, it seems really helpful to have people love me and their opinions and feel like I get that validation. But at the end of the day, for me, if I'm not really giving it to myself, it doesn't, it's not actually that beneficial for me. It it doesn't feed my soul. And so that's my heart behind the song. However, I, I intentionally wrote it in a way where anyone could insert their vice or their, their thing. And, uh, and then of course at the end, the lyrics are not again, never again, kind of about breaking free of that, that limitation or that vice or that way of thinking or living. And, and I, I mean, I think that that's still a process for me, but it's definitely something I've grown in a lot. For sure. You look deliciously sweet. Bright and juicy red apple. You're causing me to eat. Mingle, taste, and dabble. I am
song I, i'm very excited for you i see big things my crystal ball says sasha katiana is gonna be big, big. yeah and uh, i love it thanks <laughs> well if, if you had any one thing you wanted to say to the up and coming new people yeah i i think the thing that i feel the most strongly about is that god gives us our passions our talents and our dreams for a reason and that they're, they are inside of us and for only us. And it doesn't matter what anyone else's opinion is or anyone else's feedback is. If that's the tug on our hearts, it's not necessarily, you know, jumping it, you know, quitting our job and joining the circus and jumping in full steam, but it's touching that a little bit every day. It's doing 4%. That's the thing I was told. The thing I keep regurgitating is, just 4% every day. Keep touching that. Don't expect for it to be all in right away, but don't wait for the perfect circumstance. Do a little bit today. And as you do that, that will grow and doors will open up and your world will shift as it has for me. And, um, and I want to hear about it. I love we uh, on the wait for the dawn podcast, just like this podcast, we love supporting dreams and vision and hope. And so, you know, I love hearing how people are moving the needle forward and how their um, how their life is changing by touching their passions every day. I could not have said it better. Love it. Yeah. And thank you so much for your time. I am going to legally stock your show. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yay. I, I have... Op- I will also say I've very much enjoyed listening. I've listened to several episodes of your show once I learned about you and, and the messaging and the synergy. And I love what you're doing. I love that there, uh, there's more of us out there who have the same heart. And, uh, you know, together, I think we can continue to make our, our impact. I think it's important. Count me in. There's nothing more yeah. fun. Yeah, this has really been a good experience for me. I, I recommend it to anybody that's as crazy as we are to do it. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Enjoy your day. You're the best. Thank you, YouTubers. Appreciate it. All right. We'll talk Have to a you good soon. One. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Bye.
Well, just trying to make the next day a bit better.